do you remember at the end of 2022 when like everything was in retrograde and people were like, okay, I've reflected and reviewed. I'm ready to do something. Do you remember that? Because we're about to do it again. Hey, so I decided to make the least evergreen content possible, and it's called Why Is Today Like That? So while the framework is evergreen because we use disability justice, we use re-indigenizing and super queer language, we're just talking about what's going on in the stars for like the next week. So it's like only going to be true for a couple days. Let's get into it. Happy Virgo season and happy beginning of Mercury retrograde season. So Mercury is about to go retrograde. It's Virgo season. What does that even mean? If you're new, what is going on? If you're not new, what are we going to do about it? Okay, cool. So whenever the sun is in Virgo, first of all, we get to wish happy birthday to Virgos. Thank you for your service of sorting information so quickly. And, um, well, I won't say quickly, I'll say effectively. (laughs) I did not mean that as a drag, just trying to be honest about how it works. Okay. So the sun is the identity, right? And so whenever the sun is transiting part of our chart, it's a good time for us to look at that part of ourselves. Everybody has all 12 houses. So no matter who you are, no matter what your sun sign is, you have Virgo in your chart, and this is a great time to kind of look at what it means. Um, yeah, and I can't go into everybody's chart on here right now, but you know how to book me for a reading if you would like to do that. Um, Mercury is going to go retrograde, and sometimes that becomes something people are scared of. Um, I can also say that my hot take is that this one's going to be a little bit of a doozy, and the reason why is because Virgo is one of the rulers of Mercury, or Mercury is one of the rulers, yeah, however that goes, that they're buddies, they're homies, and the other one being Gemini, right? Gemini, Virgo, Mercury, they share Mercury. And when Mercury goes retrograde, since it rules travel, Sometimes travel plans need a lot more TLC. Some people avoid traveling during Mercury retrograde because it can be a little more dangerous. It can be a little more risky. It could be like something happens and you didn't get flight insurance type of inconvenience and nobody wants that. I'm not trying to manifest, just trying to warn. This is the kind of stuff people are aware of with mercury retrograde and also communication it can be easy to miscommunicate if you haven't taken the time to reflect and revisit and reaffirm what you want out of the communication it kind of comes through right so think about the virgo in your life who just like works 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 and then like sleeps works 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 and then like sleeps like they have to take their rest very seriously and that is what mercury is doing and it's not a bad thing It is also interesting that it's so close to Mars. Mars right now is also in Virgo. And I should probably look up when she's leaving, but I'm not going to because we're focusing on right now. So Mars is towards the end of Virgo right now. And 
Mars is how we act, how we react. It can be like the igniter. It can be like if it's time for us to start doing something. Mars, 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 Mars. It can also be um, impulsive. And that's important to note because with Mercury going retrograde so close to Mars, we want to be careful not to be impulsive. (laughs) We really do. Or, I mean, you know what? Do we? I don't know. I don't know your life, but impulsivity is something to be aware of. You always have the option to notice what you're feeling passionate about and not react, but reflect instead. Um, That's probably going to be something that we got to revisit throughout this retrograde because it's, you know, starting off, starting off the way that it is. And yeah, that's all right, though. We can still get through it. Um, one of the things it's like, okay, well, we're, some people say don't sign any new contracts, don't start anything new, don't start a new relationship, all these don't, 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 don't. So what are we supposed to do when Mercury goes retrograde? This is a really good time to get the paperwork in order for the things that you're already working on. And it doesn't have to be literal paperwork. It can be like processes. Um, this is actually such a good time to get like your social media calendar together if you have a business. And what that means, it doesn't mean that you're not going to post authentic content. It means if you know that you have a big event coming up, you can plan like, okay, when are we going to start promoting this event? Let's make a backwards plan. Let's see who we're going to collaborate with. Who else are we going to ask to do this with us? Let's give them a media kit, that kind of stuff. Um, You can also book me for that under creative consulting if you're interested. And I would be happy to help you with that because I do love me some strategic planning. Um, We have the reason it's a good time to do this is because it's always good to make structure during a Mercury retrograde, but we also have this beautiful little triangle where we have Jupiter in Taurus, we have Uranus also in Taurus, and we have Pluto in Capricorn. In February, we're not going to have Pluto in Capricorn anymore. Pluto is going to be in Aquarius. So, right now, because Pluto has a lot to do with other people's money, it has to do with power. If we're taking the time to write out our strategic plan right now, and I say this fully aware that I have a podcast where I post whenever I want, and like that's kind of maybe something the retrograde will bring me to revisit or to like do with my whole ass, you know, like brand it that way. You know what I mean? It's like it doesn't mean you can't be impulsive, but you have to be clear. So that's kind of the vibe right now. And like with the planets that we have in and Pluto's also still in retrograde in Capricorn. Um, Our Taurus placements are not in retrograde, but we still got the retrograde energy very much here. Jupiter is expansive. So when we do the things we're being called on to do with the other parts of the triangle, Jupiter is going to expand us. However, if we don't, Jupiter is going to expand the duration of the lesson, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Um, So consider that. Consider that. Consider how good you're going to feel when you get yourself a little bit of a plan. And I'm talking about things that a lot of people who already have businesses or, you know, have like there are a lot of people who understand this because it's the language of what they do every day at work. However, if you're like, I work for somebody else, I'm someone who has a creative side thing that I do, but like, what are you talking about? I don't do the strategic planning for that business. No, but what do you do for you? 
So now we're going to go into Aries. Chiron and True Note are in Aries right now. And when True Note is next to Chiron, wow, wow, wow. So we are here to learn the benefits of our wounded healer. We are here to learn how to get the healing so that we can give the healing. Uh, Chiron, there's so much to be said about. I just learned about Chiron's, like, I don't know, wife, girlfriend, partner recently. And the reason that Chiron can be out here not healing is because Chiron's counterpart kind of enables, right? So if we're, and there's like so much lore there, but TLDR, what we can get out of it for today is like, you don't need to be a martyr. You don't need to have somebody cleaning up after you in order to do your passions. So that might not be a reality that you're facing, but like maybe you are also the person who enables yourself to not go for your passions and to martyr. So with the true note and Chiron both being in Aries, don't do that is kind of the vibe. And there's all of these earth signs that are ready to help us, right? So the reason that this one's going to be a doozy, and I, I feel like I've been avoiding, <laughs> I feel like I've been avoiding saying it because last time I talked about the Aries of it all, um, listenership dropped for like a few days. And when I like talked to people, they were like, yeah, that one was like really triggering. <laughs> and it was triggering because it was like such, it was called a call out. Like, but listen, we're going to talk about tools to deal. So the thing about Chiron being an Aries is that we really have to consider what our passion is and the fact that it keeps coming for us. So even if like you have never thought about like a strategic plan or an annual calendar or anything like that, there's something you want to do. And maybe there's some dates that you can picture doing them. But it feels big. It feels impossible. It feels overwhelming. If you were to just make the experiment of writing down those days, writing down in like kind of like an order, it doesn't have to be a fancy calendar, but maybe you have like a piece of paper where you're like, March, you know, open shop or something like that, and just leave space between each things, each of the things, leave space between each of the things you write down and like hanging it up on your wall. See if that actually leads you to try something new because odds are the thing that you want wants you, you know? So as far as tools to deal with it, that piece of paper can get you really far. It is a ritual. It's a ritual for checking in with yourself. And if it ever gets stale, get rid of it and just take the things you liked. It should be something it hold on should we're taking that out of the no 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 it can be it can be a place for continuous expression and growth right um and it can be very scary but it can also be very empowering which is very pluto retrograde it's like calling all your power and money back to you and being like i will decide how this gets spent <laughs> And that shit's scary because you might, for example, when you raise your prices, you're going to get a lot of rejection at first because people are used to, if you do something where you, even if you're an hourly employee, 
if you're like, I don't actually get paid what it's worth for me to do this job and you bring that to your manager, they're not going to care because they're used to you doing it for cheaper. They're not going to even understand what you're saying. They're just going to be like, okay, do you want your job or not? And there's kind of like a darkest before dawn moment for after you raise your prices, whether you're doing hourly work as a like regular employee or if you're an independent contractor who's like trying to pitch things. If you're like, I actually know who I am and I know what I'm worth, you're going to get, because you'll be talking to the people from like the old vibration, you're going to get people being like, oh no, you're going to get a lot of rejection at first. But if you hold out on believing that if I look at the market value of this, if I look at what other people are getting paid for this, it's a disservice for me to do it for cheaper. So I just need to find who's paying this and who would pay me to do this. Or like if I'm not an expert yet, who would pay me a little bit under the rate but above what I'm making now in order to perfect this craft? Who would be willing to get a discount while I learn deeper into the skill set? That is so powerful. And that is one thing that while Venus is still in Leo, especially still retrograde for a little bit longer, consider what that looks like for you. And consider that if the people who you used to get underpaid by can't afford you that makes sense so can you go where you can be afforded obviously it takes so much inner work and so much honestly anti-capitalist work because we base our worth based on if we're getting paid and if we're you know making our bills and and like obviously I'm not saying don't pay your bills because whatever we need to I guess it's annoying but whatever we're doing it more like Start to think about the next year and start to think about, I actually learned how to do, maybe you learned how to do, um, maybe you're really, really good at audits because you had to do it for your job and you realize you can be paid to go around and do audits. Maybe you love audits. I don't know why audits is coming up. That's like not my vibe. <laughs> Well, maybe, I don't know. I, I can see it. in the, I guess in the spirit of Virgo season, that's the inspiration. Or maybe you got really good at like, okay, so when you start off being a lion cook, maybe like at first you couldn't get the egg right, but you've now made over a thousand eggs and you know how to cook it at just the right temperature so that the egg white doesn't brown and it's like a beautiful aesthetic egg. You could take that skill to a much higher tipping out restaurant because if you can make an egg that isn't crispy and is like the white, it's like a gourmet thing that you can do. <laughs> like, and I mean, talk to a lion cook about <laughs> what I'm talking about. Maybe some, maybe you'll be able to know what I'm talking about. But there are certain restaurants that'll pay you more. And like at the interview, they, they have you cook an egg. I mean, like at like the second interview, the working interview, they have you come in and cook an egg. And if you can make an egg that is white, the egg whites are not crispy then like you cannot work in this gourmet restaurant and even though it's still minimum wage you're getting tipped out like way more like instead of getting like ten dollars in tips as a lion cook you can get like 30 to 50 a night without even being there on the weekends yet and like the weekends is for people who have been there a while you know you can move on up in the world once you get that skill so anyway i really feel like that's the vibe oh the moon we gotta look at the moon um, she's in Scorpio right now, so if secrets are being unearthed, 
yes, um, Scorpio is in opposition to Taurus, which is where Jupiter is. So that can be very intense for psychic stuff to come to the surface or like possibilities to be imagined, imagined, imagined. Um, (laughs) Sorry, that was probably offensive. And then the moon is about to go into Sagittarius. Wherever the moon is, that is our emotional body. I like to say whenever the moon is in a water sign, psychic shit happens. Um, Even though also emotional shit can happen. The moon going into Sagittarius might be actually another pull towards this fire. I think the moon is going to be in Scorpio for another like day. So this is Wednesday. So probably sometime Thursday, Friday, Saturday is when um, Scorpio or I'm sorry. Yeah, the moon is going to move out of Scorpio and into Sagittarius. And then after that. Um, so the weekend we'll have that energy. We'll be able to think about our passions. And remember if you're having fun doing something, that's probably pointing you towards your passions. Right. And then after that, the moon will be in Capricorn for two and a half days. The moon usually moves like two and a half days. So when the moon is in Capricorn, that's another, um, planetary body supporting getting things down on paper. And then when the moon moves into Aquarius, that will be the time for us to like reimagine like, okay, now we've looked at the structure. How can we add to the structure in a way that is like more than we've ever dreamed of? So that's the next week. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you have a beautiful day. Love you. Bye. Bye.